Aloha friends, it's Robert Stelic. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Planet Show. On this show, I interview wingfoil athletes, designers, and thought leaders and ask them in-depth questions about wingfoil equipment and technique. I'm also trying to get to know my guests a little bit better, their background, how they got into water sports, what inspires them, and how they live their best life. I'm a visual learner, so I'm adding visual content you can watch on YouTube, but you can also listen to it as a podcast on your favorite podcast app. Today's interview is with the very first wingfoil world champion, Tito Angalea from New Caledonia. If you're into wingfoiling as much as I am, you've probably already seen the videos of him doing crazy moves, uh, jumps, backflips on the face of the wave big airs, riding big waves in New Caledonia and other places. Really impressive stuff. And of course also being able to pull these moves off under pressure during competition and winning the last couple of world championship events. Titoan breaks down some of the most advanced moves for us step by step. We also talk about his background, how he grew up in New Caledonia and now lives in France, and about his boards, foils, wings, and what the future holds for him. So without further ado, please welcome the talented Titoan Galea. All right, Titoan, thanks so much for making some time to be on the Blue Planet Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you to have me with you today too. Yeah, awesome. So here in Hawaii, it's it's 10 o'clock in the morning and for you it's uh, evening, right? Eight o'clock or something like that about? Yeah, it's actually like nine, yeah. And you're in Montpellier, France, is that right? Yeah, I'm in Montpellier, south of France. Okay, but originally you grew up in New Caledonia, so can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you grew up, and how you got into water sports? Yeah, born in New Caledonia. Um, my father was doing windsurfing, and after he yeah, surfing after the, yeah, maybe in around 2000. So yeah, he teach me windsurfing and kitesurfing when I was about like eight or nine. And yeah, I've been learning there mainly and some other places. Yeah, since I, maybe I was 12, I, I started doing it uh, quite often. Yeah, starting with kitesurfing mostly. And then what else I've done? Yeah, foiling came in like maybe six years before, but maybe seven. I started with kite foiling on my own when I was about like 18 years old. And yeah, just like one year after I moved to France and I joined the French team of kite falling. So I've been doing a lot of kite fall. And yeah, then the wing fall came, so two years ago. And now I'm doing yeah, a few of the sports, but most of the time around foiling, pretty much. Yeah, and awesome. Congratulations on being uh, number one in the world right now in the rankings. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. How, how old are you now? Uh, I'm 24. Nice. I just turned okay. 24 a few days ago. So I actually, I actually had to look up New Caledonia. I've never been there, but just for people to know where it is. So this is the US and Australia and Hawaii is here. And then yeah. this is uh, Noumea in, in New Caledonia, right? Yeah, there's a place nearby which is very famous is Fiji. And we call Chakfiaxi exactly the same swell that Fiji 
receive. So yeah, we have the same waves as uh, Cloud Break and other stuff like this. So yeah, it's pretty nice place. And actually, it's much more like it's windier in New Caledonia. Most of the time, it's yeah windier in New Caledonia than Fiji. So what's the prevailing wind direction? In... Yeah, it's southeast. The trade wind uh, from yeah southern hemisphere. So yeah, South southeast. East, so yeah. like this way, right? Blowing yeah, yeah. all along the yeah, coast. For the surf, is it better on the south shore or on the north shore, or both? Yeah, because it's windy yeah, pretty much every day. It's tricky. Sometimes uh, the wind turns a bit northeast, so we have good surf on, on the west coast. And yeah, now we surf mainly on the west coast because all the swell comes from south, is, south, yeah, from the mm -hmm. depression in the south hemisphere. So yeah, all the swell comes between uh, yeah New Zealand and Australia, and they yeah most of them come from yeah south southwest. So it's all all the surf spots are on the west coast. And so I guess the best waves are probably in the in in the winter there, which is summer on in the northern hemisphere. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. where we get yeah the biggest swell yeah in like June July. But actually, there's wave happening. Pretty much all year long, really. It's like in Tahiti, they, they have good swell too, in pretty much all year long. They receive also north swell, we're not receiving, but, mm -hmm. but really we can have like very good session in, in Christmas, in, in May, in April, really. There's, but yes, yeah, so the main season is, yeah, like June, July, August. That's where like the peak of swell is, where we get the biggest swells. Uh, and then, so you've been out uh, on the water, windsurfing and foil, uh, kiting and so on since you're, you said, nine years old or something like that? Long time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, before I was pretty much uh, sailing on small boats, like, I don't know, Optimist and stuff like this. But yeah, I started kite surfing when I was nine. And do you have an early childhood memory that where you just realized, oh, I love this. This is what I want to do with with my life or just mm, no it it has always been a passion but yeah when i moved to france from nicole for sure i said okay i really like this i'm gonna try to do it like professionally and try to make it as my job and yeah, yeah. now it's working so it's nice and, and so you did you move to france so you can be easily uh, compete more easily or wh why did you move to France okay why yeah to travel from Newcastle is such a nightmare there's not much flight it's super expensive I didn't have like big budgets in the beginning because yeah I was just starting so I could not live in Newcastle and and travel like all the time from Newcastle and yeah it's too much money for me so yeah, I decided to move to France and there's much more things happening in New Caledonia. As you yeah, you, you had to, to show to people where is it. There's not much people knowing where it is. Like it's not only not places like Hawaii. Hawaii is uh, like everyone is looking Hawaii. There's a lot of things happening in Hawaii. Uh, lots of people out there. In New Cal, there's just a few people that are like riding professionally. So mm -hmm. if you stay there all the time to be like well known by people, there's not much you can do. Like it's better to move to France or, or I mean Europe where there's more events happening, there's more riders. So it's better for me even to progress and have a better yeah, emulation. You can say this in English. Yeah, like 
lots of riders around you. And mm -hmm. also, yeah, my sponsor now, it's uh, F1. And they are also based in Montpellier, where I'm living. So that makes things easy, too. Yeah. So in New Caledonia, are you a French citizen or what is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a department of France. Okay. So yeah, I'm a French citizen. It's easy yeah. to to stay here for me. But so I also moved. I didn't start in the beginning, but now I'm doing a... I'm also studying as a pilot license and oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm about to yeah, finish it in a couple of months yeah looking forward I will have like much more time to, to do many other things yeah I guess New Caledonia is pretty far away from France it's like pretty much yeah. on the other side of the world right <laughs> probably yeah yeah 35 hours flying almost because the oh, connection wow. are like terrible mm -hmm. And also, and you, if you want to go, I don't know, in in a state in the USA, it's also complicated. Really, it's not so easy to travel from there, and it's super expensive. Like flying from Newcastle to 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 Europe, it's always more than yeah, two thousand or sometimes three thousand. Yeah, super expensive. Talk a little bit about flying. I know it looks like you do paragliding and glider, plane flying, and so on, and you're. I guess you you said your goal is to become a pilot. Do you have a pilot's license now, or? Yeah, of course. This is gliding, so I have the glider license. I'm also piloting small airplanes. So yeah, yeah. my goal when I will be older is to do it uh, like com as a commercial pilot. Yeah. So yeah, it has always been a passion. Yeah, for me too. I started paragliding when I was pretty young. And when I moved to France, I had this thing, also gliding, super nice. It's much better to do glider here because the wind is all the time strong. So it's better to fly on a glider than a paraglider. Yeah. And then you you also like doing like the kiting on snow, yeah? It looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. This I really like. Like, <laughs> same thing. New Cal never will discover this thing. So it was super nice to do this, those things in France too. I really like the mountains. The landscape are amazing. And yeah, it's a nice way to to visit uh, the mountains. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And then now, basically, you're able to just be a professional wing foiler now or kite and wing foiler through F1, through the sponsorship. It's enough for you to make a living or do you have any other jobs or anything? No, no, for now I have nothing else. So living from this, yes. Full sponsor. I, I was doing it on a, with a kite fall before. It was yet yeah, different, totally different, because you know it's Olympic thing. We the federation was helping a lot too. Like it was more, more structured thing. Now with uh, the wing, so because it's super like, like everyone want a wing. Like the business is really good in the wing too. So it's working great too this way. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the, the Wingfoil World Tour. So recently, you just won both the freestyle and the racing, right? So you're number one in the world right now. How does that feel? Yeah, it's nice, really. We had two, two events last year also, and both have finished against Pauls. Uh, one I won, the other one he won, so... I think it's going to be a great battle against this guy again this year. Yeah. 
It seems like he's your biggest competitor right now, huh, Baltz? It's yeah, always yeah. like he's right behind you. Yeah, tell us about the last contest you went to. Where was it and, and how was it? How were the conditions and how was traveling too? How was it to travel during the pandemic? It was not a big travel. It's one hour and a half from Montpellier, my, my house now. So very close. It's not a big, a big thing to travel. But yeah, I know for people from outside, it was uh, quite a nightmare to travel. Make them a lot. Yeah, I think it was okay. And what about the competition? It was nice, super well organized. The place, it's um, like the wind was fully offshore. So like there was not waves at all. It was like the sea. So yeah, it was very difficult to have like big jumps and stuff. Like it was really tricky. And the freestyle, so on dead flat water. And we had the racing too. We're going to have events too in, in a wave. And I'm really looking forward to it because I think that's, uh, I mean, we, Wingfall, it's much more funnier in, in waves than on flat water. Yeah, the waves make it more interesting. And, and I guess the, that event in Brazil last year, there was there was some like a sh small shore break but not much in terms of like breaking waves right yeah yeah it was not breaking waves but still has a way of wing fall before we don't need like proper waves to to really enjoy it so mm -hmm. yeah in, in brazil we, we do something so we're counting actually 50 percent of the score on the waves and 50 percent on the freestyle so that was okay but there as you can see we can there was no wave at all so it was 100% freestyle. So the, yeah, wind we're gonna just, have this... the wind was just blowing offshore. Yeah. How strong yeah. was the wind? Like how many knots do you think about was the wind during the contest? We, we, we have five days of competition and we only had two days of wind. And the first uh -huh. day was probably around 30 knots, something like this. And the second day we had 20 to 15 knots, no more. But yeah, the first day was quite strong, quite cold. Um, raining <laughs> so all day. It was quite a tricky condition. Huh. Yeah, it looks perfect in the video, of course. You guys are yeah, I mean, that, that, was, that was the second day. So it was sunny. Yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah, 15, 25 knots, depending on the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, the final day. And so what size wing were you using during the freestyle and how, what size during the racing? And, and just curious, like different equipment for yeah. different sports. The first day, as I told you, the wind was pretty strong. So I was on my 3.5 and that was okay. the last day. As you can see, I was on my 4.2 cause it was like, yeah, less wind than the first day. And for the racing, the first day in 30 knots, I was, I think I was in a five. On the five and then the second day yeah it was like we, we did the race after the freestyle and it was less and less less wind so i went on my i think on my five and my six or seven after really like big wings so talk about this and that one backflip i guess your foil landed on the wing and yeah. ripped a couple of holes in it and, and it was okay to just keep going that was okay because i had a uh, yeah pressure and the motivation of the heat because that was during the final against Faust and yeah. yeah I was building my heat starting by the like small like, small tricks and I came to do my backflip normally I do it all the time but this time I crashed 
and I crashed like really bad. I, I missed the pop totally. So I ended up into the, the wing with the foil. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it got a bit like two parts of my wing, and oof, it it had me a lot of pressure. I saw I could still uh, fly, so I went again for a backflip. I landed, and then I did my curve tricks, and I landed again. I knew I was doing good. Yeah, awesome. And then you the racing, what we're using different equipment for the racing and. Like, how was that? What kind of course was it and so on? Actually, no, really. I I bring, I, I don't know, yeah. I bring many foils to the event to, to test and see. But yeah. actually, yeah, I use exactly the same for freestyling and, and racing. Because uh, for the racing, <clears throat> you had a part of downwind where you could not use the wing at all. So you had to pump. So we could not use super small foil like, 500, 600. So yeah, so I had my 800 Phantom that are coming like quite soon with F1. Yeah, I use this on freestyle and on racing too because yeah, there was this downwind part. Really, I was supposed to... Uh, so how did that downwind down was... part? Yeah. If there was not this downwind part, I would have used maybe a 500 or 600 because it was much faster. But because we had this downwind part, it's really nice. huh? That way... It's, yeah, I mean, not everyone has such small foils, so it was better for everyone, I think, this way. So so how did that work? So the downwind part, you had to, you basically had to pump without the wing, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, it just basically grabs the wing from the front handle, which is on the leading edge, um, and you just keep going pumping. That's it. And the downwind leg, you're not allowed to use the wing. You have to, you just use the, the waves to, and the foil to go downwind. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the downwind part. But it was very short, like longer, but it was like, I don't know, 200 meters, maybe no more. Oh, so okay. Quite short, quite short. I see. So like a super small, super fast, thin racing wing like you would use for kite racing or something like that would be, wouldn't work for the, for that downwind. Yeah. Right? Or, Maybe I could do it, but I don't know. I prefer take safety and don't take such a small foil because it's not working like sailing, uh, like normal racing, regatta. It's elimination, like freestyle. So if you lose like one race, then you're over. You have no discard, nothing. Really, you have to perform on each uh, race. If you lose one time, you're over. Mm -hmm. So better take safety. Okay, interesting. So basically, that that's pretty interesting. So you basically use the same equipment, more or less, same foil, same board, same wing too for the racing and the freestyle. Yeah, yeah, just a board the last day because it was like very light winner. I use a bigger board. Yeah, for the freestyle, I was using a thirty-eight liters boards, and mm-hmm. yeah, for the racing because it was super light when we were on the six or seven meters. I was using uh, maybe uh, 44, no, 50, 50 liters. Yeah. Okay. And with 50 liters and, and a big wing, like how light or how much wind do you need to get on, up on the foil? Like how, how many knots do you, would you say you need to get going? <clears throat> I think around maybe seven, something seven like this. Knots. Yeah. Nice. I think around seven. Yeah. If, I was still using a small boat. 50 liters is not so small. 
if you go like on the SUP, for example, the SUP mm -hmm. I use like for downwinner, like on the SUP, I think you can go even lower. I went lower for sure. Maybe with a 50 liters ball, I think yeah, seven, eight knots, it's good. Wow, that's impressive. So if the DWA came to you and said, Tituan, you can have a contest anywhere in the world, any kind of format. So what would you say? This is, this is the perfect contest. What would you choose? Uh, I don't know. It's a tricky question. For sure, I love to have one in proper wave like I have at home, like big waves or yeah. like in cloud break or even waves like this, somewhere, maybe in Mauritius, one eye or maybe somewhere in Madagascar, something like this. Really, this I, I would love to have one day for sure, but I'm not sure it's going to happen anytime soon. So yeah, would be nice. Maybe not such big waves, but like, I don't know, not super hollow that way. It can maybe allow us to also doing tricks in a way. Because if the waves are too big, you cannot perform tricks. But I think now I'm trying it right now like to perform tricks into the wave. And this is very interesting. And I think, yeah, with not big waves, yeah, like even less than three feet, we don't need much really. And, but I don't know where, honestly, I don't mind. I can go on the, on the right hand too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about this place. There's many places for sure we can perform this. There's many places we can do, maybe in Cabo Verde, in, in Brazil. I don't know. Many places we, we could do it. For sure in, in Maui too, in front of, uh, I don't know, Kite Beach. Uh, or even lanes, I don't know, many places. Yeah, so a wave contest, obviously, yeah, probably the waves are more interesting than the racing, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, really racing, I don't know, for sure I'm doing it because uh, I'm, I'm competing this year for the tour, but there's no sense doing, doing racing with this thing. There's already kite falling, they are performing very good already. I think it, it's better to, to keep this sport uh, yeah, like this. This is much more funnier than racing, really. I like to race, but this is better, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're doing some amazing stuff in the waves and um, just like pulling off big jumps on the face of the wave and stuff like that. It's pretty impressive for sure. So maybe walk us through a little bit what you're doing here. And what I find really interesting here when you're doing a bottom turn, how you sheet in the wing, almost like windsurfing. And yeah, can you talk a little bit about, about that, your technique? Alors, you're going to have the full story. It's fun. Yeah, keep the video. You can see on the landing edge, I have a stick, which is my camera. I put the GoPro Max on it. And because I had this thing, I could not grab the front, front handle. So that's why I was keeping the wing in my hand. But actually, yeah, afterwards, I saw it, it looks great and it helped me to do, yeah, maybe better bottom sometimes. But also, you don't see much when you bottom doing this thing because I don't have window in mind. So I don't know. I, I like both. M most of the time, I just grab the front handle. I used to do this, but yeah, since this time, I was using the stick. I'm doing more and more like windsurf style. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's really interesting. And then w when you land, with the foil in the white water, does that actually make the landing a little bit softer? Is it e actually easier to land on white water or yeah. is it hard because of the turbulence? 
Yeah, 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 true. So you can jump on a far on a shoulder and you're going to land on flat or even on the steep part. It's going to be tricky, but it's going to be hard, yeah, for your knees and everything. But yeah, landing in the white uh, water, it's much more softer. But afterwards, also, it moves a little bit. So like in this size of waves, it's okay. But more than this can be tricky to land, really. I don't know. Of course, we're going to perform more and more. But like more than this, for sure, it's going to be tricky to land in the white water. I, I don't think there will be a guy uh, landing like big areas like this in like, uh, yeah, <laughs> 10 feet away, for sure, not going to happen. I don't know, we'll see. It, it goes so fast. I'm really looking forward to see what's gonna happen in in like five years in this sport, really. I'm, yeah. I'm really stoked to be part of it now. It's crazy. Yeah, is this the same wave that from yeah. the, with the GoPro Max? Yeah, it's exactly the same wave. What yeah. you saw from outside is where you can have a, yeah, another point of view. Yeah. No, no, that's super cool move. And, and I think there was another one that I wanted to show where you're um, doing like a backflip on the wave as well. Where is that one? This one, I think. Yeah, I think it's this one. Yeah. So doing all those freestyle moves on the wave. And I guess that's like the whole, the next, the next step, right? Like. Do, doing yeah, all I learned this like just a few days ago. Yeah, you can perform backflip and 360. But now I'm doing good front. Uh, this time I was training yeah, for the front flip. But now I land yeah, on my last post, I land a good one. So for sure you can land some front flips into the waves too. Probably double, double 360 also, 720 one day. Yeah, awesome. I think you've already been attempting those, right? The seven, the uh, double. 720, no, really, if I oh. attempt, it was not made on purpose, really. <laughs> I, I, I have to, really, I have to, yeah, try 720. But yeah, the thing, if you do a 360 too high, yeah, most of the time you go turn, you know, over rotate, and I never land a, no, 720, but I have to try, for sure. I will. Yeah. The, 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 let's talk a little bit about the backflip. I think the tricky part of the backflip is like when the wing when you kind of got the wing between you and the water like, and this just looks like a really tricky spot to be in but actually at this moment if you have the, the good hay you, you you're okay yeah really the, it's all about the pop really if you pop well you get the good hay and you just like yeah turn like good like on a trampoline if you, at the end, when you see yourself pointing towards the sea and, and the wing in front of you, normally you're good, really. There's nothing can happen at this moment. It's all about the pop in the beginning for me, I think. Okay. So as long as you have enough height in this position, then you can pull out of it. But if, if yeah. I guess if the water's underneath you at this point, then you basically fall onto the wing, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it happened to me many times and it happened right. to yeah, people who tried for the first time for sure. Sure. And it's gonna happen for those who are gonna try. So maybe walk us through it step by step. What do you like? I guess for the pop, you, like you're trying to get the ang the foil angled up as steep as you can and the takeoff. Yeah, yeah, you have to get like a good speed, not too upwind, not too downwind, like crosswind, having a good speed. Yeah. You, it's yeah, really important about the pop. Really, you have to push like hard on your back feet mm -hmm. and try to go high. And you have to yeah, put your 
your head in the back. I'm not doing it much in, in this picture, but really putting the, your eyes like going back, uh, yeah, in the back. It's, I think it helped for sure. Yeah. And after, nice. yeah, on this one, I, I group myself to, to like, I'm, I'm, I make my, myself like not that tall to, to rotate oh, yeah. like, maybe faster. Yeah, like a crouch. Um, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. After the tricky part also is to to position the the wing. Like yeah, it, it's a bit hard like to explain to everyone. I mean to but the main thing you have to think as a wing like not into the wind, not against the wind, but just in the middle, as you can see on the, the highest part I am. Like the wing is just like in the middle, not taking much like the wind, not catching the wind, not not against the wind, it's just in the middle. Yeah, no, no, the, the, just the one above. Yeah, when I'm upside down, like the wing. Yeah, you when don't want to totally get backwinded, but you also don't want the wing to pull you down towards the water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one other thing, if uh, I can give advice, is it's much easier to to learn with some waves, huh? for sure. Like a, a good kicker, like coming just cross. I don't know. You don't need nothing, just one fit, no more. Like coming against you, it's gonna help you so much, really. I just have a steep ramp to, to launch off of, right? Yeah. yeah, it will help for sure. Okay. So, yeah, no, that's awesome. And then what about uh, the forward? Is, is this the one where you're doing the forward flip? Yeah, I think so. This is not the one, sorry. Yeah, so maybe walk us through that move, like the forward flip. It looks a lot like windsurfing, actually, like doing a forward on windsurfing, but not the same, though. I, I don't do forward, and maybe I've done a long time ago, but really, it's, I think it's yeah, totally different. I, I really learned something new doing this trip. But I'm doing maybe windsurf style because... This session, I had the height because of the waves, but I don't think you can perform it this way on fat water. I saw some other guys now doing it like more like uh, on trampoline again, like throwing themselves uh, in the front. And me, I'm more using the wing to do it. So yeah, I think I have to yeah, learn how to do it on flat too. But this one looks great too with some height, so it's nice. It's just a bit uh, tiring for your knee. So basically, you this one, you getting up, you try to go high first, and then you spin sideways almost around the wing, it looks like, right? Or what, how do you think of, what do you think about when you're doing it? Hey, really, I don't know. I, I just learned like a week ago this thing. Yeah, you have to turn the wing like upside down, like towards the water, like super fast and and keep uh, push, uh, pulling your back hand and normally it's gonna go uh, itself. Huh? I don't know, really, I don't have much advice for this thing because really, <laughs> I didn't learn a lot yet. So I, I don't perform these tricks all the time, but I have to practice for sure. Yeah, and it's super cool that you're pushing the limits. I think without, it's always easier to do something once you see somebody else doing it and then can figure out how they did it. But doing it for the yeah. first time is the hardest. The first point to learn it is always the hardest part, right? <laughs> yeah, especially for the backflip. Like the guys in Maui and Kyle, 
they were doing backflips since month already, but because we didn't have any advice from anyone, it was really hard to to, to learn it uh, them way. But now, yeah, I get it. Many guys got it now in France, so I think gonna go faster and faster. I don't know. I, I didn't check much on, on Maui what's happening, but for sure there are kids now doing it too. The forward flips? Oh, back, no, no, back no, no, the back, the back Yeah, yeah, not so much here on Oahu, but I know on Maui, a, a lot of the guys are doing the backflips now, the younger guys. So yeah, what, this is pretty cool too. So you're using a kite board with a, with a wind wing, yeah? This is not something I, I could do in New Caledonia for sure. And yeah, in France, sometimes the wind, that's in Lecate where we had the competition too. The wind is blowing like super strong sometimes. Uh-huh. So yeah, this time I I knew I can I can use my my twin tip because it was like I don't know forty knots something. Yeah, I think I saw somewhere where your dog like there was a longer version of it, and your yeah. dog is that your dog chasing you on the beach? No, that's not <laughs> even mine. It's a, a random dog from a, a friend, maybe. But uh, no, yeah. I don't know him. I don't know him. Yeah, you can see. Uh, I think, let me watch that again but yeah that was pretty cool so in terms of i know the f1 wings don't have windows like how do you feel about windows do you think it's that's always a question people have do you need a window or like how do you feel about having windows in the wings <clears throat> really it depends if you go in the in the crowd or not I, I, I don't use to go to place so much crowded so i'm okay without window yeah, the only time I told you before was yeah when I'm using it in a wave maybe and I do like bottom turns and stuff like this like windsurf style I cannot see yeah uh, inside the wing so that that can be a, a problem sometimes mm-hmm. but maybe we will come with some windows soon I don't know All right cool some amazing stuff you do in the waves are really impressive so what do you see happen like for the future what do you think will happen what are your goals what do you think is possible what do you think the future holds for wing foiling really maybe now i have a better idea but in the beginning like a few months after it came i was thinking it was just a little thing but not going to grow at all so I was totally wrong, really. Now it's becoming such a big thing. Like kite company are, are doing like, yeah, a lot of work on it and so focusing on, on winging a lot now and also events and service. So it's, it's really nice. But how I see it going, I don't know. For me, yeah, for sure, I really like going in the waves. I think it's a really good toy to go in the waves and have fun in the waves. For sure, yeah, people want to also push the freestyle. Now they're doing competition, so we have it's much easier to do freestyle and racing event than waves event. So we're gonna push the freestyle again. Good thing with what we're gonna learn in the freestyle, we can add it in waves too. So it's gonna be even more interesting. Like like the windsurfs are doing tricks in the in the waves, so we'll come with this too. What else? Yeah, what me I wanna do is just yeah. I prefer going in a wave. I really want to do like videos in good places, winging in good waves around the world. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. So one of the tricky parts of winging in the waves is if you get caught inside 
but of a big set and then a big white water coming at you just because the wing has the wing just gets torn so pulled so hard by the waves have you ever like broken leashes and lost wings or blew up the wing and so on like how do you deal with that like when i went in bigger waves i don't know why really i had many sessions but i never felt once in new caledonia so I was lucky. I was not like pushing too much at this time. Maybe now if I'm going back, I will do maybe it go deeper for sure. But I never, yeah, I've been coaching such big waves, but still I've been coached with small ones in other places, even here in France. And yeah, I broke a few leashes for sure. So it broke super easily sometimes. It's a nice thing that way it doesn't like detach your arms, which is nice. But yeah, it's, it's tricky yeah. if you're on your own and there's not much people around, you, you can be in trouble. When I'm in a new car going in big waves, there's always boats taking care if never something happened. There's always, I know friends with boats, so there's always going to be a solution. But yeah, if you're on, on your own, I know people in like Mauritius, they go in a, in a reef in front and, and sometimes they uh, leashes and the wing just go away in, in Madagascar or I don't know so they have yet to swim back to the shore so yeah sometimes it can be tricky it's the same with windsurf and they broke a lot of gears in the waves so it's almost the same thing yeah yeah it is we were just talking about what the best solution is because it's just yeah it's hard when you lose your wing sometimes i think it's maybe even better just to let the wing go when the big set comes and then try yeah, to get for it sure. in the channel later yeah depending on what size of wave you were talking about but when it was really big in new cal i, I didn't put even a, a wing leash huh? i was without really all the mm. time so there's mm. no sense if you felt they're gonna gonna break anyway so it better mm. like it better doesn't have a, a leash that way, the, the wing might not be broken by the wave. Huh? There's a good chance that the wing won't be broken if you don't have the leash. So it's nice. Yeah. And yeah, other, other thing, like people uh, sometimes ask, but of course you're not going to have a bold leash. There's no sense. It's super dangerous. Mm. Yeah, but then you, you just have to be pretty pretty sure of yourself that you're not going to lose your gear. <laughs> We're, we're also talking about that maybe you could put, they have those Apple air tags or whatever, like a satellite locator thing that you could maybe put on your wing. So if you lose it and it's like out in the ocean somewhere, you could find it with, find your iPhone and, and look for your wing and then locate it like that. So later on, you could go back with a boat and find it or something like that. I think that's- I, I, I never heard about this. I think we're yeah. not so advanced in New Caledonia. <laughs> we are too far from the civilization. Yeah. I, I think you need cell phone service to make it work, probably. Yeah, yeah and it's just like another idea. But I, I was wondering, like, you have some of your boards behind you. So if you could only have one board for all conditions, like including light wind and so on, what, what would be the board you would have? Maybe can you show us your, the board you would choose if you only had yeah, one board? All of them, but really, if sadly I have to go in that winds, maybe I'm going to take this one. It's a 4.8. 4.8. It's uh, 50 liters. Yeah, that's the one I use uh, in super light wind. So yeah, yeah. 50 liters, 4.8. This, with this thing, I can go, yeah, maybe in, I don't know, not super light, but yeah, maybe 12, 12 knots with a normal wing, like a 5. So yeah, yeah, that's the one I will take. But I don't like much going in light wind. 
So yeah. how much do you weigh? I weigh 73 kilos. Okay. And then, so yeah. a good volume for you. I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say about 50 liters or? Um... Yeah, that's 50. But really, that, that's only if I have, I have have to go like below 12 knots. Because yeah. like from 50 knots, I always using uh, yeah, around 35 liters, no more, really. And then you for, when, when you start, you put your, um, you put both your feet on the board already underwater and then get let it pull you out. Yeah, I just sit standing up on a like on a surfboard, but with my knee bent underwater, mm -hmm. and I have my wings up, and I just go out the water. Yeah, and you just need a good gust to get you going, yeah, and then once once you're up, yeah. it's fine. And... Yeah, yeah. now I think I had a lot of questions like this, like a year ago, six months ago, but I think now I see here many people using small boats, and I think it's the same, especially on on Hawaii where the wind is quite strong too now. Pretty much everyone is using small boats now, no? Yeah, it's pretty common to use smaller boards. But I, I still like using a board that almost floats me. I use, I'm like 88 kilograms or something and I use a board that's maybe 75 liters. That's, yeah. Okay, I think you can go around, yeah, 45. It's a good, good volume board. Yeah. Let's look at some of the waves in, is this in New Caledonia, the, this video? Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was in yeah. New Cal. Yeah. It was probably the, one of the first time I was going to the reef. That was, it's, yeah, almost two years ago. Yeah. These two so, years ago, actually. More than two years ago. Oh yeah, it's been a while, huh? Let me see. Like, there's some more recent ones. Yeah, I guess. Maybe not uh, much. After I didn't went. I didn't went much to Macau, so. so pretty soon after that, you moved to to France, basically. Yeah. I go often in Newcastle. Not now. But yeah, this was two years ago, or a bit less now. And after this, yeah, after this, if you continue, that, that was in Cabo Verde. But after this, I I went back because of the COVID. Just when COVID started. Yeah, that was the first time I was trying to jump into the waves. Yeah, a year ago. Nice. So it's really your the level of your winging and the level of everybody's winging has progressed a lot in just one year. It's pretty amazing how much it's getting super fast. everybody's getting better at a really high rate. Can you give some pointers on landing big jumps? Like, how do you keep the landing soft when you do a big air? If you're going like, most of the time, yeah, a few yeah, months ago, I realized like it's much better to land on a tail all the time. So that's what I'm doing now. I, I just land on, on a tail wing all the time first. And yeah, that, that's the only advice I can give, yeah, honestly. There's not much I can say about it, <laughs> really. Before yeah. uh, before I was, I, I was trying to land like flat, but it was like giving lots of pressure on the knee and everything. But I realized like landing more on tail was, was a bit easier. Yeah, and I've seen some people trying to land with the nose slightly down so the, the front wing goes in down at a downward angle a little bit so it doesn't hit as hard. But then okay. it's hard to pull off. It's hard to pull it off because just the board gets sucked down on onto the water. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you can do this with small jumps, but really, once you start going high, really, you, you cannot do this again. Okay. Really. I saw you were on YouTube too. You should watch this one on YouTube. It was, I think it's better. Yeah, I mean, if you want. Yeah, this one. Oh, one okay. Right. Yeah, that's play yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's the only one I, that's the only session I filmed, but really now that I'm understanding I'm more involved in this now, next time uh, I have to film much more of this. Really, I had many sessions and I only filmed that one, but really uh, I want to go again and, and film. I'm just, just wanting to do this now so much. <laughs> So what what's your I think like foiling in steep waves is a is a whole different ball game. So do you have some maybe some tips or pointers on like controlling the foil on a, on a steep fast wave? Again, can you repeat the question? Oh, just with the foil on a steep fast moving wave, it's just tricky uh-huh. to keep the to control the foil. So do you have any tips on how to how you do that or any point? For me, it doesn't feel so tricky. It just depends on the, if you use the right size of a wing i think it's okay yeah? this is this was riding a 500 centimeters square uh-huh. wing so was pretty small pretty good oh so it's a really small thin fast wing basically that you can use in the bigger waves makes sense yeah and yeah, it would be cool to see you ride those waves this summer. So do you have any plans to go back to New Caledonia anytime soon? Mm, not yet, sadly. Yeah. There's, uh, for now, there's still uh, like 15 days of quarantine there. Mm. And there's no much flight because of COVID. So yeah, yeah maybe I'm going to travel more, yeah, some other places. So it looks like on this one you are wearing a leash, or you said you weren't using any leash. Uh, leash. This time I was not. I, I was wearing yeah, because there was only one boat and not much people around. So and the were the waves were not so big, so it was okay. But yeah. really, when I I had a, a bigger condition than this, and yeah, I, I was not using the wing, uh, not using yeah. the leash. Yeah. So you just have to hold when, on when to it. it. When it's big, there's many people and it's all my friends. So I can, I know if I release my wing somehow, because of course, if I fell, okay, they're gonna help me. But another thing, if I don't have the leash and I do a mistake, I don't know, on drive or on attack, and I, I release the wing, I'm felt like far away in the, in the channel, it's, uh, it can be a problem. So when there's, when it's big and there's a lot of people, so they can help me. But this day there was no one out. So. So I was on my own. That's why I was using the leash. I'm just curious, when you're coming out of the water after a good session, are you having dinner too? So when you come out of the water with your gear, what is, and people come up to you on the beach, what is the most common question that people ask you? Like everywhere, you mean, in every spot? Yeah, just like when you think that's like the most most common question that you get. I had, yeah, quite a few questions, but... <laughs> Yeah, maybe the, the most, yeah, uh, uh, the question that people ask me the most, probably it's, yeah, how do you get up on small boards? But that was, like, mm-hmm. I had many, and now less and less, because people start to use these small boards too. Right. But really, especially in the beginning, two years ago, when I was using already, yeah, 25 liters boards, so many people were asking me, uh, yeah, 
how do you get up on such small boards? And now they're more looking what gear I'm using, what gear should be great for this or this condition. And yeah, they're still looking at the size and volume of my boards, but not, not much question about like technique and stuff because there's not much people ascending, even trying to do backflips and, and stuff like this to just start jumping. So yeah, yesterday I had someone asking me, hey, how, how can I jump uh, higher? What can I do? Oh, yeah, of course I'm going to give them tricks. It seems like the question I get a lot, like from people that don't know how to wing foil, they always ask like, how much is it? And they think that they can just buy the equipment and then do it once they have the equipment. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the price. Yeah, that's from people that are not already riding. But I thought you asked me what people riding asked me, like question. Yeah. But yeah, of, of course, random people or... Or even, yeah, I mean, kite surfers, wind surfers, they will know the prices. But yeah, random people right. walking on the beach, yeah, they're all asking uh, uh, first, what is this sport? How is this sport called? And and yeah, how much does it cost? Is it hard to ride? That's a pretty common question, I think. So this was another different event? No, no, no. That was just a teaser of the event we had in um, in, in Le Cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I went yeah. there just to do a teaser for for the event. It was crazy. Yeah, wing uh, wind was crazy strong again. Mm -hmm. So what what is your favorite move? Do you have a, a favorite, or it just depends on the conditions? And is there like one a favorite move that you do? I don't know now. Like. I, I like backflips because it seems very easy. So it's nice to do, to throw like a good one when there is a good uh, waves in front of me. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The one move I really like when it's like proper waves too, it's to to do what we saw a few times today, uh, like to jump uh, facing the wave and, and landing again in the waves on white water. This feels really great because you can do it sometimes really high and give you like good sensation is same as aerials in, in windsurfing like you have mm -hmm. very good sensation people are doing tricks in the waves in windsurfing but the tricks they i think most is like big aerials so it's the same in wing falling okay for me yeah it's awesome that's stuff you're doing if you Let's say you're stuck inside or like during the pandemic, a lot of people were like quarantined or they couldn't get outside and, and a lot of people get feeling lonely or anxious and depressed and so on. So when you're having a rough day and you can't get on the water, let's say, what would you do to stay positive or keep a good outlook? If I have to say, if you're having a hard day, it's always easy to go in the water and it's, and have fun and then that makes everything uh, better. But let's say you can't go in the water, so make it a little bit harder to answer the question. <laughs> what do you do most, for fun? Most of the time, I will try to, to work some, on something. Now I have to study. I can... Yeah, edit video or do some stuff like this. But mm -hmm. I don't know to yeah to make my days better. Probably I'm gonna watch uh, some video of not athletes like from the past. Like a few days ago, I rewatched uh, I don't know the name Red Bull TV on a uh, one no one chapter. I don't remember the name. But yeah, they made a good video with Jesse Richman, Kehai, 
and Robinesh in, in Fiji. Yeah, I love to see those videos. It mm -hmm. really inspired me. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Chapter One, I think. Oh, cool. I have to watch that. Is that um, kite, a kite surfing video or kiting? Yeah, it's kite surfing. Kite surfing video. Yeah. Is that doing a yeah, kite surf all, all around the world? And there's a big part in Fiji, some of us in Indonesia. So, yeah, really nice film to watch. Let's talk a little bit about your wings, like your the F1 wings. Like, how would you compare? The original F1 swing to the new F1 strike. What are the differences, and what do you like about it, and so on? Okay, it's yeah, totally different. As a strike, it's much more stiffer. It goes much faster. It keeps its shape even if you like pull hard your your backhand, even in strong wind. So yeah, that's totally a different wing. Like it's yeah, just more rigid. And the profile like, remains the same with even a lot of pressure in it. And it's still like very light, very easy to use. No, it's really a wing like and jump much higher too. But that's also because of the rigidity mainly. And then I like I saw during the they have a new wing for racing too, with an extra like an extra baffle in it or extra kind of almost like inflatable battens is that right yeah it's a i know how, it's a good how to pronounce it in english but it's a, 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 a trust i think like okay. uh, it's the same as the one in the middle but it's just yeah smaller ones but it's not another wing it's also the strike but just in bigger size from the six meters they will come with this like three straps okay let me see if i can pull that up so yeah, you, you had it uh, before on some video. Oh, yeah, it's online. So the, it's the regular strike wing, but on the bigger sizes, they have this extra, extra thing here. So what, is, what does that do? What's the advantage of having that in the wing? Because um, the wing tip is always touching the water. If you, put, if you make the wing bigger, mm -hmm. You cannot uh, like made made the wing like super with super wide uh, wingspan. So they had to put surface on more on the cord. And if you put a lot of cord and not was trust was stretched and not going to keep a good shape. So with those three struts, it's gonna uh, take uh, keep a very good shape, I think. And mm -hmm. also the profile. The profile is much more like um, yeah, better. So you get less, yeah. less flutter and stuff probably too in the trailing edge. Yeah, also yeah, yeah. sometimes on big on big um, sizes in strong winds, uh, the um, trailing edge can flap, and on those ones are not flapping at all. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they're gonna use it on a smaller size later so let's talk a little bit about the foils are these the the foils that you're using yeah the one on the right down right yeah i'm using a all the 940 or the 840 now okay yeah but and, it, uh, it's the same shape same shape but much smaller i know okay. they're online yet okay <clears throat> and uh, and what what do you like about it why did 
Is it, why does it work, what do you think? Mm, it's a medium aspect ratio. So pretty, uh, a few brands are coming with this now. It's perfect for wing pointing. You still have a good glide ratio. You still have a good speed and still a good maneuverability. Of course, the smaller aspect ratio will have a much better maneuverability. We're not going to be able to glide much in the wave. And also, you're probably not gonna have the same pop because the aspect of the wing makes a like good pop too. If you have a high aspect wing, you're gonna have a better pop than a, than a lower aspect. Mm -hmm. So this is, but oh, it's yeah, not it's, super it's high aspect. It's like a medium aspect wing. It looks like, right? Yeah, that's what I said. So mm -hmm. the, I think. It, and then the it has like a nice curve to it, but then the tips are slightly turned up again. Do you find that helps when you when the wingtip breaches and helps you helps yeah, you cover easier? Yeah, that, that's mainly to when the wingtip goes um, out of the water. It's better to it doesn't catch much bubbles there. Mm -hmm. So it's better. And the main curve it's to to have the fall stable and maneuverable. Nice. And then the is it the mast and the fuselage are are one piece. No, no, there's a connection. Part. Yeah, you can see it with the three screws. There's a connection mm -hmm. between the mast and the fuselage. And the fuselage also is in two parts. Two parts. Okay. And then the tail wing, do you ever do any shimming on the tail wing or do you just use it the way it is? Or what about tail Not these ones. They're already not super high aspect. Um, they're not so small too. And we, are com we have already like smaller uh, sizes of tail wing. And yeah, I'm using much smaller than these ones. Right. Do you do you use the curved tail wings or is yours more flat or what kind of shape do you is your the one you're using? Actually the, the one I'm using now it's more curved, will come with some like this and much smaller, and I think it's gonna be better. Because you mm -hmm. have yeah, better maneuverability and probably better speed too. Is there is there anyone that you would like to thank for supporting you over the years and in your career? Like anyone that's helped you or supported you? Uh, probably my parents in the beginning, because yeah, my father teach me how to he teach me uh, kitesurf, so he brings me in this sport. And my mother too, she helped me a lot in the beginning, buying me some gears. And now probably F1, because they they took me uh, since the beginning and they we, drew, we grow both together. So mm -hmm. yeah, they helped me a lot in the beginning. And you're, are your parents still in New Cal Caledonia? Yeah, 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 yeah. My parents are living there and they're gonna stay there forever, for sure. <laughs> and you're gonna keep going back there or would you think that you'll ever end up living there again or do you like living in Europe better? I really like Europe. Yeah, born on an island, and I think I really like the island vibe too, and especially for the condition. The thing is now there is a, a lot of people don't talk about it because it's yeah, as we talked about in the beginning, it's not a well-known uh, place. But there's a lot of sharks attack now. Mm. There's many people uh, eaten by sharks every year. Like right. more than La Réunion, more than Australia, more than many places. 
So yeah, it can be a problem for, especially for people that are going a lot in the water like me. So I will see. And for sure there is good, pla good places like this on earth, um, somewhere else. I haven't been to <clears throat> French Polynesia, to Fiji, so I have to visit more places to, to see if there's somewhere else I can, I can stay. <clears throat> but no, I'm, I'm not gonna stay in France for sure. <laughs> Even if I really like this place for, for all the things that I don't have in, in islands. Right. Have you been to the Canary Islands or any other um, good <clears throat> locations? For I, I, didn't, I, I haven't been to Canaries. I've been to Cabo Verde. I was in the Caribbean this winter too. I really think I prefer Newcastle still. Yeah. Right. I think we have, I think we have better condition there. Just it, it's not not. And also I have all my yeah, friends there. Everything is much easier. Um, yeah, I think we have very good condition too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty amazing. For this show about wing foiling, who else do you think I should interview? Are there any other good people or friends you have or people that would be interesting to talk to for insights about wing foiling? You've been interviewing Zane, Bowles, and who else? Yeah, Annie Riker for the athletes. Yeah, and a few other people. But yeah, who else do you think would be good to talk to? Men and women. You, you already did Honey. Honey record I talked to, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Then who else? I don't know. I really want to heard about advice and tips from uh, the Spencer boys. So it would be nice if you interview them. Who else? I don't have much ID. Girls, huh? Who is pushing a lot? In France, there's a girl who, yeah, who won here in, in Le Cat. He, it's Olivia Piana. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's doing good. Who else? I I don't know who else in the world who is pushing a lot. Who's talking to you there? Is there someone in the room with you? <laughs> yeah, it's my girlfriend. You want you want to say hi? She want to be say hi on the video? No. <laughs> oh, I think she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding, just telling <laughs> you. Okay, so Olivia Piana, Jeff Jeffrey, and for sure, I would love to to hear what Kai thinks about this thing. But yeah. I don't know, yeah, if he has time, he's pretty busy. Yeah, it's hard to get him. Yeah, it would be nice if you can reach him for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Usually, like, at the end of these videos, most people already left, but there's a few hardcore people that are full crazy that are still watching. So do you have a special message for those people that are still watching after an hour and a half? <laughs> I, I don't know what else is to say huh? thank you to you it's nice that various people like you doing this thing for sure uh, it's gonna interest many people around the world and then me it's nice you give me opportunity to ask who i'm gonna hear because yeah for sure i really want to hear what uh, yeah kai or the spencer things about this so i'm gonna look them for sure the next all ones right. all and right thank you very much to to rich and yeah to me for this I'm really happy. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. It's always fun to talk about wing foiling. And I, I just find thinking about it and hearing other people give pointers, it's so helpful when you get on the water and try something new if you already yeah, have it sure, in your head, sure. like how to uh, do it. Again, Jeffrey or Kai gonna hear this, but Ria, I really wish I had advice for backflips and mainly for the backflips for, for, for mom, 
I didn't try much, but if I had only a few advice, like I did in this video, mm -hmm. for sure it could help me a lot. And yeah. now it's gonna go faster and faster because yeah, lots of yeah. people are doing it and yeah, it's gonna spread and many people are gonna do it soon for sure. Yeah, thanks for sharing your secrets. Now you're gonna have more competition. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm also thinking about this. But it's yeah. okay, I still have some tricks. Um, yeah so you have some tricks up your sleeve that you that you're working on right now like new tricks that nobody's seen yet no i, I have to work on it but i i, I haven't no we I, i'm not pushing much honestly i've been almost always following yeah i didn't land the back flip the first uh, there was uh, jeffrey even the front flips are a few that didn't land perfectly but i, I came after there's one who land one during the competition the 360 yeah it was probably boss or someone else doing it the first so no mm -hmm. i'm not pushing much uh, the, the freestyle anyway that's I, i start liking more and more now but in the beginning it was not really something i, I like really for me the wing goes in the wave and that's it but now yeah as i said because you can do tricks in the wave it makes sense for me to, to also learn tricks and i don't think yeah the wing should be only this so i hope competition gonna be more and more in, in waves too okay so one more question so when when you think about like your skills is it how much of it is just natural talent that you have naturally talented for the sport and how much is it practice and thinking about it, visualizing, and then just time on the water and practicing it. You're asking me about me, like- but How much of it is your talent and how much of it is practiced on the water? Okay, honestly, I, I don't want to be, uh, like, I don't want to say I'm good or not, but I, I think I, I'm not working much, like for tricks. So I think it comes more for, from talent. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Really, I, I, I like just now. Sometimes people film me and can look and try to understand. Most of the time, no, I just go on myself. I don't push much myself. Myself doing many times the same tricks. I just do a few during the, my session. So yeah, maybe it came from talent sometime. Ah, okay, interesting. <laughs> But really, I don't think I'm the most talented. I saw the video from Kai and he learned just in one day the backflip. For me, it took maybe a bit more, for sure. Yeah, it's also all the experience he has in, before that in other sports and other things. True, so, true, yeah, true. And yeah. also, he was with the two of the guys who were landing, his brother and Jeffrey, by flip. So for sure, he had good advices from mm -hmm. them. So what Balz Muller was saying, like a lot of times he like dreams about wing foiling or he can't sleep at night and he's like thinking about it in his head a lot and stuff like that. Do you spend a lot of time thinking about wing foiling or visualizing it in your head or not so much? No. No, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> not that crazy. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I really like to think. I want to go sometime when it's good condition and stuff. But really, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking about a lot of things before sleeping. But really, I'm not thinking about wing foiling. Really. It depends. If I had a really big condition in Nicole, like a super session, of course, I'm going to dream about it. But like a common session, even doing uh, tricks and stuff, I'm not going to dream about it. It's it's nice, but it doesn't give me like such a lot of mind, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's only Adrenaline I have. It's only with big waves, mainly. All right. Thank you so much, Ituan. This is a really good interview. I appreciate your time. I have to get going too, but um, okay. yeah. Good luck with everything. I hope you stay number one, you know, in the world. That's I awesome. Hope <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing and you're an inspir inspirational. So thank you for that. All right. Thank you very much for you, really. Okay. Have a good night. Aloha. Bye-bye. All right, friends, thank you for watching another full episode of the Blue Planet Show. If you made it all the way to the end, you're one of those elite few people that are foil crazy enough to watch the whole thing and just can't get enough of it, just like me. So congratulations, this show is made just for you. This show is brought to you by Blue Planet customers just like you who support our business. So if you enjoy the show, next time you're ready to purchase some gear, please check out blueplanetsurf.com and I'm sure we have great selection, great quality, great value that we can offer to you. And if you're watching this in the summer of 2021, please check out our video contest that we're running in June and July of 2021. Submit a video and have a chance to win the $2,000 grand prize. So check out the Blue Planet video contest. All right, so thanks again for watching. We have more shows coming up soon. Aloha and I'll see you on the water.